everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Teen Titans Wasteland. I'm Hub, and I'll be guiding you through another issue of Teen Titans. You ready? Gosh, I hope I am. Here we go. Synopsis. Teen Titans number four, July 1966. Written by Bob Haney. Drotted by Nick Carty. Teen Titans Roll Call. Robin. Aqualad. Wonder Girl, Kid Flash, and special guest, Speedy! The year is 1964, and a young runner named Davy Bradley has just won the qualifying race to compete in the Olympics. The only problem is, after the race, he just kept running, and now no one can find him. Davy's overbearing asshole father, Ted Bradley, can't live vicariously through his son if his son isn't around, so he begs the Teen Titans to help him find his runaway boy before the Olympics start. The Titans take the case, but before they can start searching, they are visited by the garishly dressed teenage archer extraordinaire slash green arrow sidekick, Speedy. Speedy has been asked to perform some trick archery at the Olympics opening ceremony, which makes sense because it's not like there would be any other expert archers at the Olympics that they could ask to perform. While he was practicing, someone tried to switch out his arrows for exploding arrows. He suspects the international terrorist organization Diablo because the saboteur was wearing a t-shirt that said Diablo. Actually, it was a giant ring, but close enough. Speedy would like the Titans to travel with him to the Olympics in Tokyo and help him keep Diablo from blowing everything up. The teen heroes agree to join him, but first they have to find Davy, the runaway runner. Fortunately, that takes all of about five minutes. Davy can run, but he can't hide. Literally, he is terrible at hiding. Wonder Girl spots his bright red shirt from a mile away. Some hobos are about to beat Davy up, but Wonder Girl kicks them and teases them about being poor. Hooray! Davy explains to the teens that his dad is putting too much pressure on him and he doesn't want to race anymore. Robin passes that info along to the senior Mr. Bradley, who doesn't take the news that well and tries to rough up Robin a little. Robin is unimpressed. The Titans and Speedy decide to bring Davy with them to Tokyo. To ensure that he goes unrecognized, they have kitted Davy out with the DC Universe's most impenetrable disguise. A pair of glasses. Despite having formed less than a month ago, the Titans are huge celebrities in Japan. After a little bit of casual racism at the airport, they start signing autographs for their fans. A Diablo agent tries to blow them up with an exploding autograph pad, but Robin spots it and has Speedy shoot it into the air where it detonates harmlessly. The gang heads over to Olympic Village, where Wonder Girl discovers some Diablo agents trying to sow dissent among the competitors. She punches them and throws them in a pool. Davy runs into his old rival, Kravik, who seems like a real prick. We find out that Robin's plan is to try shaming Davy into competing in the Olympics, and it's kind of working, until Davy bumps into his father and remembers what a jerk his dad is. Bummer. Speedy asks if Davy wants to join him at the track late at night where everyone will be gone, which sounds pretty romantic. Speedy will be practicing his archery, and Davy can train without worrying about running into his dad. Sounds good. Later that night, Aqualad goes for a dip and finds some Diablo agents booby-trapping the pool. He fights two of them off, but a third knocks him out with a 1960s taser. He is dragged out of the pool, where we see that the Diablo agents are being led by Davy's old pal Kravik. I knew I didn't like that guy. More like Krav Prick. Am I right? Huh? Meanwhile, Wonder Girl is trying to put the moves on Kid Flash, but he keeps blowing her off because he is a fucking idiot. Then, some Diablo agents use knockout gas on them and, well, knock them out. Back at the running track, Robin and Davy are exchanging terrible metaphors about how fast Davy is, when Robin is ambushed and knocked unconscious by Kravik and his goons. Meanwhile, Speedy is preparing to practice his stunt. He will be using flaming arrows to ignite a giant metal sculpture of the five Olympic rings. 
He is shooting blindfolded and must ignite each ring separately, but unfortunately he has chosen to use a blindfold that also covers his ears, and in the time between donning his blindfold and shooting his first arrow, the remarkably efficient cads who work for Diablo have tied the kidnapped titans to four of the Olympic rings. Diabolical. Speedy lights the unoccupied ring with his first shot and is about to fire again, killing one of the titans. When? He is tackled by Davy, who having finally noticed what was happening, raced around the track pursued by Kravik and managed to stop Speedy from murdering his pals. Speedy removes his blindfold and uses a variety of trick arrows to dispatch Kravik and his cronies. More cronies appear, armed with a variety of track and field paraphernalia, but Wonder Girl uses her Amazonian strength to free herself and her companions, and the Titans and Davy soon overpower their foes. The Olympics are saved. Hooray! The next day, Davy decides to compete after all, although perhaps because he ran and fought all night, he only wins the bronze. Boo. But it turns out his dad is proud of him anyway, even if he is only the third fastest runner in the world. Or fifth, I guess, seeing as the Flash and Kid Flash didn't compete. Still, fifth is pretty good. Oh, I guess Superman's probably faster too. Maybe sixth? Hooray! Joining us now is my good-for-many-things brother, Corey. Hey, folks, that's Corey. You'll hear more from him later. Mm. Like now. How's it going, Corey? <laughs> it's going uh, swell. Glad to hear it. Thanks. You? So, oh, oh, me? I'm fine. Oh, good. So, what'd you think? Well, this was just one of the feel-good tale of civic duty and thwarting <laughs> of bad people that were kind of ineffective, slightly impotent evildoers. You know. Yeah, I thought it was a, a fun romp. There were a couple of things that, just right off the bat, the fact that it takes place in 64, mm. which is two years before the, this issue comes out. Right, yeah, 66. Um, and is right after their first appearance, mm-hmm. which is problematic. I, I think they could have just said the Olympics and left it as a non-specific year and people uh... would just go... Well, the Olympics aren't happening right now. It's like, yeah, well, it's at the Olympics. Okay, you know what else isn't happening right now? Superman. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's fair. In fact, I'm glad you pointed that out because I thought at the beginning. So it starts off, I guess I should back up. They are introducing, what's the kid's name? Davey Bradley. Yeah. Who is, uh, you know, America's great hope for track and field. Well, of course he is. He's got two first names. That's the sign of a superhero. I did not know that. If you think about it, you got Clark Kent, you got Bruce Wayne. Good point. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Hal Jordan. Mm-hmm. All kinds. That's yeah. three. That's, three examples. Yeah, but that's, there's probably more. <laughs> that's, three, that's three more than I'm able to, to muster. So anyway, they're introducing Davy Bradley, and they go out of the way to explain that. Uh, it's 1964. Yeah. And I was wondering why, because I knew the comic was 66, mm-hmm. was when it came out in August. So that explains it. I think that probably got put in at the end. Like, I think probably some editor was just like... There's not an Olympics right now. Uh, He's like, fine. Fact checker. Yeah. Make sure they don't get any angry fan mail. Right. Make sure they don't get any factual errors, which they've been doing a great job so far. Yeah, stand-up job. Speaking of fan mail, I would say that at least I'm led to believe that's in large part the reason for the appearance of Speedy, the uh, newest addition to the uh, game. They hyped it that way. I think they were probably going to include him at some point anyway. He's Mm. a teen sidekick hero. He seems like a natural fit for Mm -hmm. them. But yeah, they had been hyping it that it's like, we're going to bring you Speedy. And they have been getting a fair amount of letters. And they did bring Speedy. And I think Speedy did a good job. He did a fine job. I liked Diablo. Uh, If I was an international terrorist organization that was (laughs) dedicated to hate and distrust, which 
I really like that they included distrust in that. I would maybe not get giant Balfour rings for all of my members to wear. I thought those were pretty dope. I'm not saying they're not dope. It's got like a black power fist with a big D over it. Yeah. Which may be for Diablo, but I like to believe it's for distrust. <laughs> yeah. I, I read it as mistrust, but I... Yeah, I actually enjoy that. That was their basically their tagline, too. I'm just going to say, we do have the comic book right here. I'm going to check because I'm pretty sure it's distrust. Dedicated to hate and mistrust or distrust. Distrust with a D. Ah. Yeah, I really like that. And I, that's why I think it had the D on the ring. It's for distrust. Mm-hmm. And I like this was like the back in the day when it was just a simpler time and like people could just be evil to just be evil. Like they didn't need to m- make money or, right. you know, even really amass power. Like we just want to fuck shit up. They're this. But super... they were very dedicated to it. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I mean, this Kravik fellow mm-hmm. who. What a jerk. Oh, man. He's drawn as a jerk before he even says anything. Oh, he. You know. yeah, well, he... actually, you know, he's a jerk because he's knocking somebody over when they first introduced. Well, and he's an Eastern European. <laughs> which <laughs> you're it... saying. I'm saying that in the <laughs> mid-60s, if you're an Eastern European and you're in a comic book, chances are you're a dick. Mm. I mean, you could also be a dupe, mm. to be fair. Yeah. Those are your two, two yeah. things you're choosing from. Yes, like an East German or a West German. Yeah. We got our choice. Well, and we don't really know which Kravik is, but mm. he's definitely drawn and... I could see that. ...from yeah. his name and his appearance and mm. his accent. Mm. Oh, that Kravik. He's a real craft prick. Yeah. Huh? Oh, huh? ding. Huh? Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> ding? Yeah, why not? See, you're experimenting with your own slang. Indeed. It's going great. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Sure. So, like I said, dedicated, mm. and, and as their motto is, they are dedicated to hate and distrust. Mm-hmm. His dedication goes so far that he becomes basically the, as near as we can tell, one of the top runners in the world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In order... To blow up the Olympics. Which you would think, especially when his main competition, Davy, has dropped out of the race. Mm-hmm. Do you think there was a part of Kravik that was just like, well, now that I'm maybe in line to win the gold, sure, maybe we could blow up the Olympics after that? Well, yeah, I mean, I know they wanted to blow things up at the Olympics, right. but they it was like they wanted to use it as a stage to sow hate and... Distrust, Distrust, I guess, rather than kill everybody there. I think they wanted to kill everybody there. You think so? Okay, first, their first attempt was the crowd at the uh, airport when they're signing autographs, the Teen Titans. Oh, yeah, they did want to blow people up. Yeah, they wanted to blow people up. That notebook. Yeah. That was a good save. Once again, Robin, with his, his, uh, I was going to say hand sensors, but that's not a thing. Do you mean fingers? Those. <laughs> no, Dude, like, your hand sensors that, like that you have five of on each hand no i mean how uh so a couple issues back where there was the bulldozer that had been somebody had used molecules or atoms yeah on. they had used science and he was able to detect that by the right. fact that the thing he touched was was hot or something right and the same deal with this notebook he's signing this person's autographed and he's like yes and i felt the notebook getting very hot because of oh, some chemical yeah. reaction so i hurled it into the air and, he's you know, he does have very acute sense of Thermals? Yes. Thermics? His finger sensors. His finger sensors are very highly attuned. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, you know, that's His nice. He sensors. doesn't often get a... Sorry, hand sensors. He doesn't often get the superhero treatment. But I, I don't know. This issue, I think... You think he's a, got, like, a, a touch of the daredevil going on? Oh, I don't know. He likes a trapeze. Oh, that's true. You know? Yeah. I, I don't think Daredevil specifically used a trapeze, but he displayed trapezeman like He's a real trapezeman. He's yes, he's trapezius. <laughs> <That's>, 
that's a muscle, I think. Well, it, it, it's in that the more you use it, the stronger it gets, yes. Are those words related? Trapeze and trapezius? I don't know. Huh. What about trapezoid? Whoa. Another random observations other than trapezoids and hand sensors. There are a few panels in this issue in which Wonder Girl is drawn with very full pupils. Do you think that is because she is so in love with Kid Flash? Uh, that could be, boy. Or do you think she dipped into Aqualad's stash of hallucinogens? That's what I was thinking, actually, because yeah. the panel I'm thinking of, like, Aqualad always looks like he's he's dripping balls. He's, right, right. And, giant and those big purple eyes of his just yeah. are almost filled with pupil. Mm-hmm. I just, I noticed that because, as we've mentioned in past issues, she often seems to have these little pinprick pupils <laughs> and looks super surprised all the time. Right, and I think that's more the look going forward we're going to see for Wonder Girl, is going to mm-hmm. be the, the more, the, more fully dilated. Yeah, she, she's graduated. It's getting to be the late 60s. Uh, it's time yeah. to put away the crank. Yeah. Time to time to get out. Well, this little, little uh, hallucinogens. Yep. Little, little. But, what the fuck is wrong with Kid Flash? He didn't really shine this issue. He is he is not in well, I guess maybe he's just bit. not into Wonder Girl. But I think that's partly also maybe it being written like that for younger readers, girls specifically are, younger male readers yeah, who are just like, "Man, our girls annoying always trying to smooch you." Yeah, they're the worst. <laughs> <laughs> to backtrack a little bit with the Diablo thing, mm. their first plan, so their first plan, the one that failed, the one that brought them to attention, they were going to switch his arrows, uh, Speedy's arrows for exploding arrows. Mm. That's like a month before the Olympics. Mm-hmm. Well, he's like at the end of his first practice. Wouldn't they want to not do that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. and um, Did they really think he wouldn't check them in any of the intervening time? And I like that the Diablo guy who we're never really introduced to that did this chose the moment Speedy's like, well, I got thirsty. And so then I went to drink from a stream and he's like down there with his face in the water, like a dog or something. And this guy, he's like, then I noticed this guy in the background switching my arrows. Speedy's a bit of a naturalist. Yeah. I, I, I like that about him. The bad um, guy just, I, I also liked his reaction to when that happened is his thought bubble reads that weird bozo. Yeah. Like who's trying to mess with my arrows? Like a weird bozo would. And then the weird bozo, like, backhands him, like, sir. Oh, and like, just knocks him out. Pimp style. Yeah. Ring yeah. ring, and all. And just lays him out. But I would have liked it better. And it is so hard, in fact, that it knocks his ring off. Mm-hmm. And then he leaves it for Speedy mm-hmm. to find. Yes. I would have liked it better if it had left, like, an imprint on his face. <laughs> of the D, like D. a stamp. Yeah. Mm. He had to work backwards. Ah. So other things. Slang in this one, it's maybe I'm getting used to the way that they talk, so stuff doesn't jump out at me as much. No, I didn't there there wasn't as much of it. it it's there really there wasn't as much in issue one either. Mm-hmm. We are coming off a very couple of very slang heavy mm-hmm. episodes. But partly in these they weren't surrounded by teens the way they were in the last couple. Oh, that's true. Which I think is part of it. I'm not even sure if Davy is a teen. I think he he's maybe like a late older teen. Well, he was um, a high school. That was a high school track meet at which he just. <laughs> that was the was way it, they entered. Was it a high school track meet? That I thought it was an Olympic time trial. Um, I'm I'm gonna check real. You're quick. probably right. I just assumed it was high school. But my favorite thing about that was the way that they introduced this guy, Davy. It's like, oh my god, this kid is such a fast runner. He just takes off after he passes the finish line. And just keeps going. Yep. <laughs> and they're like, where, dude, where's he going? He's like, fuck this shit, man. I'm out of here. Well, I'll tell you where he's going. He's going to go steal. He, he's going to go hang, s- hang out with some hobos. He's going to go steal. Yeah, steal some clothes off a clothesline, mm-hmm. but leave his own clothes hung up in their place. Oh, okay. I thought it was also just like, maybe nobody will notice. 
I think he has a strong moral compass. Mm, could be. And then some hobos are like, look at those nice clothes he's got on. Because he stole some swanky gear. Yeah. Nice bright red shirt. And then the hobos are about to just beat him up and take whatever he's got on him. Which mm-hmm. I bet is nothing, because he came directly from the, the track line. And then the clothesline. Mm-hmm. So he probably has no money. Those hobos yeah. wouldn't have gotten anything. But Wonder Girl shows up and like just beats them all up and makes fun of them for being poor. It's yeah. like, that's a real bum deal, fellows. Yeah, that you know, get it because you're bums. Up. Yeah, that cracked me up. Yeah, it was a pretty good zinger. The, she had a couple of moments where she shined. That was one. And then there, there's another scene where uh, she was hitting on Kid Flash. And she was. She's like, look at the moon. Doesn't it give you goose flesh, Kid Flash? And he's like, no, because you know what does the crime over there? I'm going to go deal with that. Right. And yeah. then so he runs over to deal with the crime. And she's like, oh, is that how you get out of whispering sweet nothings in my ear? And he's like, shut up. He's <laughs> being a real dick. Yeah. But I think maybe he thought that she was making fun of him. Why is that? I don't know. Because okay. why would she be interested in him? He's a nerd. I guess he's not a nerd. I, you just want her to like Aqualad. Well, yeah. I think he assumes that she likes Aqualad. Because <laughs> he's dreamy. And so when she starts like hitting him, she's, he's like, this is some kind of a trap. You're going to mm. pour pig's blood on me later. Oh. <laughs> you oh, and Aqualad are going to dump pig's blood over my head. Having a carry at the prom. Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> well, he's on, on guard against it at any rate. I... Hmm... You're grasping. Yeah, a little bit. I gotta say. But there is a nice moment where he uses his super speed to swing one of the bad guys around in a giant arc, and Wonder Girl just holds out her fist, and yes. he whacks into it, yeah. which I think is pretty cool. That's And that vies for, speaking of uh, panels that we like, that is... I actually had a difficult time in this one. There was three kind of panels that tied for, for favorite, and oh, that, really? that was one of where it, like she just stands there with great posture and her arm extended and... Like, this dude's face just plows into it, and that was a pretty hilarious way to get knocked out. Yeah. Or see somebody get knocked out. We'll, we'll come back to the favorite panel, but that's in contention, at least for yours. Yeah. It was for me as well. couple other things. When they were greeted at the airport, I thought it was weird at first. I looked into it, and I guess it is a thing that every, they are greeted at the airport with everybody yelling, Bonsai, Teen Titans! Mm. Yeah, was that an actual thing? Okay, I think that is an actual thing that people do yell it technically means 10,000 years but it kind of translates loosely as huzzah like Mm. yay i had only been familiar with it as either the type of tree or the uh thing that kamikaze pilots would yell when Mm -hmm. they would you know crash into something Mm -hmm. but that it was used in that context it was actually when it would crash into it i forget what the entire phrase was but it was it was bonsai Mm. but it was something bonsai and it Mm. got shortened to bonsai Mm. but it was a salute to the emperor Mm. but it is a way of of cheering for somebody is to say bonsai too apparently but at first i was just like whoa guys yeah take it down a notch yeah and there is a note where everybody everybody is also saying like robinson sign this Mm -hmm. kid flash said sign this Mm -hmm. and robin says well give me a little space son okay Mm -hmm. yeah he was kind of a dick i think he said it kind of good-naturedly i'm giving him a little bit of the benefit of the doubt there yeah I thought it was weird that Speedy's blindfold covered up his ears and he couldn't hear anything either. They drew it so it covered up his whole head. But then they're like 20 feet away from him and yelling for him. I think we should set the the scene, though, of what you're describing. So this is an unnecessarily complicated but kind of cool 
way that Diablo is trying to kill the Teen Titans. Right. So they beat them all up and they've tied them to this yes. giant Olympic ring thing. And that's so that's what yeah, he's and aiming. So each one of them is in one of the five circles of the ring. There's one empty one. Empty one, yeah. And then the four Teen Titans are tied almost like they're crucified on the four rings. Right. And Kid Flash is just supposed to shoot flaming arrows. Mm-hmm. and to ignite the rings, and he's going to shoot five of them while he's blindfolded. Mm-hmm. And that's going to how they're going to kick off the big Olympic Games. Mm-hmm. Which, first of all, why isn't Speedy competing in the Olympics? They have a whole archery category. And second of all, if he's not, why don't they have one of the Olympic archers do it? He's um, too good. He's too good. Same reason they don't let Flash run. Flash has superpowers. I mean, Speedy doesn't have super archery powers. He's just a really good archer. That's true. However, he's... It's just, like, so good they don't let him go. <laughs> I'm sticking to my guns on this one. It's not a okay. superpower. But I, I see what you're saying. It doesn't make any sense. If he's good enough with a giant blindfold to hit the edge of this little ring super far away, he's good enough to know that that little ring is occupied by somebody that's yelling, hey, don't shoot us. Like, that's no. not that far away. And I don't know why the blindfold would keep anybody from doing that. Also, so apparently when he puts the blindfold on, they're not tied to the things. How long does his stretch on the pitcher's mound before he makes that first thing? Right. How long does he take before firing that first arrow that in between him putting the blindfold on and firing the arrow, Mm. they have time to drag them all onto that ring, Mm. tie them up, and then leave? You know, the the fact checkers must have been out that that week. They they probably, they're like, look, we get one per every issue. Yeah. We told him there weren't any Olympics in 1966. Next. So, we're going home. Done. Yeah, but so the the plot does get foiled with that. And then uh, he fires a bunch of arrows and stops them from fl- throwing all of this track and field equipment at him. <laughs> That's right. Um, <laughs> which is rad. They the were impro- improvising, down. I think, right? I, well, maybe. Because they I, had some high-tech stuff. Like, they were going to electrocute all the swimmers with well, some I think maybe the they were all Eastern European athletes who were competing in the Olympic Games. Because <laughs> they were just like, maybe they were out there, like, and practicing with their discus and javelin and shot put. Um, just so they could throw them at, so people, they they throw like. them at people they didn't like. <laughs> well, I just the origin of the, the games to a degree, right? It's yeah. like, you know, we're not fighting these wars we need some safety valve to blow off steam diablo should sponsor their own like unolympics every year Mm. like the injustice league Mm. like they they should they stand for everything that the olympics is against so they should have the games where you're supposed to cheat and spread mistrust between countries and the bad will games that would be a much more constructive use of their energies i think so frankly because you got teen titans showing up otherwise yeah foiling your plans Mm. Mm. But so, okay, Davey runs and tackles Speedy and knocks him out. Or knock, not, doesn't knock him out, but Just keeps him from... arrow out of his hand. Right. Keeps him from blowing everything up. And then Wonder Girl uses her strength to bend apart the rings and they get free. Right. And so they capture the bad guys. And then the next day... They're just like, well, since the rings were gone, they just decided to skip the thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're, they're not going to do the opening stunts. Like, they could have had him do it different. If they just wanted to have him do some stunt archery, he could have done something. Also, I think they probably could have find, found five more circles. Nope. No? They, in all of Tokyo? All of Tokyo, they didn't have five circle-shaped things? Apparently not. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. He was super casual about that, too. He's like, oh... They canceled my thing. Whatever. Yes, easy come, easy go. Yeah. 
<laughs> I liked uh, Speedy in this, his yeah. introductions. Uh, I, yeah, I'm still on the fence about the heightened senses or lack thereof with the whole blindfold thing. That didn't really add up with his super-duper archery ability. Well, maybe he knew about it, and he was just pissed that he wasn't asked to join the Teen Titans. <laughs> it's like, I'm just going to scare him a little bit. Yeah. Make him think they need me. What? I don't hear anything. Guess I'll just fire this arrow. Yeah. I think that may be the case. We talked about, we, we teased it a little bit. What's your favorite panel? So I had a bit of a, a toss-up in this one. The first one that I really liked that you also described earlier was after uh, Davy Bradley has, has just kept running after the time trial and wound up wearing his new red shirt and pilfered jeans, to which the hobo said something to the effect of, Oh, I bet he's got some money in the pockets of those nice, clean jeans. <laughs> and then he's like, oh, no, something bad's going to happen to me. Yeah, and then Wonder sure Girl is. sweeps in with, like, a drop kick from the sky. Yeah. And and so there's this panel where she's just, like, swooping in and, like, kicking some homeless dude <laughs> in the face. And calling him a bum. Yeah. And that's her favorite. It, it's just so... Uh, <laughs> it, it was funny and dynamic, the way that it was drawn. And also in that sort of cringe, funny way. Just yeah. like, oh, that's... Oh, those goofy guys. So that was one, and then there's two others. The other one that we mentioned was Kid F- Flash spinning the Diablo guy in a circle right. super fast into her sort of clothesline fist thing. Yeah. And then the third one was just for its... It just had a really nice kind of graphic quality to it, which is uh, the airplane as they're flying into Japan. But they, like, really want you to know it's Japan, so there's a, a giant, perfectly round red sun, and then a little sort of Mount Fuji-ish mountain yeah. background when the plane is dynamically, you know, whooshing into the foreground. I just, I thought that was very nicely drawn. I think that, that I think that was very nice too. Which one do you choose? I am going to choose her kicking the hobo in the face. <laughs> Good call. <laughs> I had a couple that I was between too. There's one really nice one where Davy is wearing his quote, disguise, unquote. The gla- a pair, pair of glasses. A pair of glasses. <laughs> totally impenetrable disguise. Mm-hmm. He's hanging out with his dad and all of his, run- <laughs> his teammates oh, from the Olympic team. <laughs> so his dad has just seen him practicing running and thought that he recognized him for a second and then is just like, oh, I thought you were my son for a second, but he's a quitter. Mm-hmm. You can't be him. Yeah, There's a teardrop coming out of Danny's eyes and his thought bubble is just saying, oh, dad, why do you make it so hard? Oh, and yeah. it's this really cool panel that looks very much like an old romance comic or mm. one of the ones that uh, Lichtenstein ripped off for like one of his panel things. Mm. And it, it's a really cool panel. I liked that one a lot. But what I think I have to go with is when all of the Diablo agents are tossing their various track and field equipment at Speedy. Mm. He has an array of different arrows Mm -hmm. that he's using to deflect these things. And so, like, he's got one that has a net in it that catches the shot put. And he's got one that has, like, a fishing hook on it that grabs the javelin. Mm -hmm. And then he's got the one that catches the discus. I think it's a back scratcher arrow. Yeah, I... It's an arrow that has, like, a curved hand that looks like one of those novelty back scratchers and he just fires it so that it catches the discus Mm -hmm. and is like pulling it out of the way i think that's my favorite just because it's the the whole thing is really nicely done but i love that speedy has a back scratcher arrow i i thought i felt like nick carty drew the all the objects coming in and it's just like oh shit now i have to draw (laughs) how on earth could you stop a discus there's only one way back scratcher bam (laughs) Yeah. Nailed it. (laughs) (laughs) 
well, it was the early 60s. They probably, mid-60s, they probably had, he maybe had one of those in his office. Yeah. It's like, man, wish I had that on an arrow. Yeah, bam. Stop all those discuses discus from being... Disc guy. Disc guy? Yeah, it'll stop all those disc guy from being thrown at me. <laughs> it'll stop all those disc guy from being thrown at disc guy. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And then he gestured to himself. Yeah, I appreciated that as well. I was impressed, but I also had the same kind of doubt that I've, I've had reading reading Green Arrow and, and stuff with Speedy in it too. How did they know, like, is the back, you grab the arrow the by the... Yeah. By, no, but you grab it by the end that you oh, put against right, the right, string, right. the dull end. I don't know what you call that. Um, the I think it's called a uh, shivering shaft. <laughs> oh, yeah. that's Speaking of, did we get into slang? Yeah. Not yet. <laughs> so, yeah, but if you're grabbing your shivering shaft, like... <laughs> How do you know if you've got a, a hand one and a bomb catching one? You've got all, an exploding one. Right. Is the end of the shaft marked in such a way that you the, know how, okay. which one you're grabbing? That's a lot of thinking going on when you're in the heat of the moment, I assume. I think they are probably coded. Mm. I, I think, like, a blind guy has the bills folded differently in his wallet. They mm. probably, the, the feathered end of the... Mm. Of it's got braille. The <laughs> feathered end of the pointy stick. God, we, <laughs> we really know our, our archery lingo yeah, here. we're going to have to read up. <laughs> Is probably coded in some way. Or he has them, like, separated in compartments in the thing. Uh, so it's like... It's my back scratcher. line back scratcher, <laughs> left to right. Yeah. He's probably got a mnemonic device. These are my track and field arrows yeah he probably those are probably the ones that he brought to the olympics because he knows mm. what situation he's getting into that's true because yeah in other situations they've got all he probably packs them differently yeah. he's probably got a few different yeah. quivers yeah. exploding ones. which is why he knew immediately that some weird bozo had substituted his shivering <laughs> shaft <laughs> what a bozo what is, what is the other because uh, i'm sorry wait he does say shivering shafts as an exclamation which is what we were alluding to mm. what is the other thing that he says uh famed feathered shafts fair enough <laughs> He's got some good lingo there. Uh, is that your favorite slang? It is in the context of, I can't remember exactly what happened, but like Wonder Girl took off to fight somebody or to solve some sort right. of a problem, but like really abruptly. And he's just wondering like, whoa, what's her deal? And his thing that he says is shivering shafts. What's got into her? That's pretty good. Mm. I, I like that a lot. Mine comes later. It was when Davy is practicing his laps at night where his dad can't see him. Because that guy's dad is a fucking dick. He's a douche. I hate his dad. Mm -hmm. I'm, yeah, glad, without... I'm glad that he brings him together at the end and is proud of him for only winning a bronze medal. Mm -hmm. But fuck that guy. No. No. He's not good. He's bad news. However, without him, we would not have had this issue. Mm -hmm. He was the one Fair that enough. he made the call, man. You know, villains always do. I don't like Kravik either. Kravik made a call? Well, if it wasn't for Kravik, we wouldn't have had this issue. What I meant was he's the one that called the Teen Titans. Yeah. That's the device that starts okay. off every adventure we have. And like, they do hug at the end, and he does make Davy cry. I'm not in which a, is a great panel for, for shitty fathers. Don't it kind of seemed like you were. No. Yeah, no, that guy's bad news. Okay. But I'm sorry. That was a digression. And otherwise, we've been right to the point this whole time. <laughs> I know. What's wrong? My favorite saying is when... Davy is practicing at night, and Robin's sitting and watching him go. And Davy says, I'm going like a big-tailed bird. Yeah, what was up with that? I think he was making a reference to Roadrunner. But yeah, he just says, I'm going like a big-tailed bird. And then Robin has the rejoinder, you'll be as sharp as a jet-propelled tack. 
Which is a horrible mixed metaphor. I Yeah, that made me guffaw, actually, when I read it. And it's just like, <laughs> it's one of those that doesn't make any goddamn yeah, sense. I, I, but I do like that I'm going like a big-tailed bird. Mm-hmm. Okay, who's your favorite Titan? Oh, shit. Um, that's, I, I, I forgot to think about that when I was reading this. Off the cuff, I'm going to say my favorite Titan is, once again, Wonder Girl. She... Holds it together. She beats up bad guys. <laughs> she kicks a hobo. Calls him a bum. It calls the guy a bum. While making a pun. Sure. I, I also was uh, pleased to see the introduction of Speedy. I thought he did a, a fine job. And Speedy is my favorite because a few reasons. Hmm. I like that he totally took it in stride. That it's like, well, I guess this thing got canceled. Oh, well. Yeah. It's still fun. Really fun. Had a good time hanging out with your Teen Titans. Yeah, hope Let's you do call it again. Me again sometime. Yeah, even though he called them. Fight but first. either way. Yeah. Yeah. But mostly because he has a back scratcher arrow. I figured that was coming. What else is there? In life? Yeah. <laughs> Depends who you ask. Yes. I suppose. You ask Conan the Barbarian, he's going to say one thing. Yeah. Uh, what, what is that that he would say? Well, if you asked him what is good in life, sure, he would just basically pair it back to you. It was pounded into him, which is um, to see your enemies driven before you and hear the lamentation of the women. Oh, first, you got to crush them. You got to crush your enemies and see them driven before. That's the Cliff Notes version. Oh, fair enough. I think had he lived in modern times, he might add, and also a back scratcher arrow. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us. We will be back next week with episode. Are we up to episode eight already? My notes are incorrect. That's Episode true. 8. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 8 it is. Teen Titans number 5. Teen Titans number 5 will be coming up next week. Thank you so much for joining us. Hope you enjoyed it. If you could be so kind as to leave us a review on iTunes, we've gotten some very nice ones and would love to see some more. Crush your enemies and see them driven before you. Yeah, do that. Have a good time. <laughs> Thanks. Bye. Bye. And they knew it.